like to introduce our guest today who is actress Victoria Broom. Say hi. Hello. How are you doing? I'm very good. This is very friendly in here. I like it a oh, lot. Good. I mean we're friendly. We have wine, we have whiskey, we have a dog that's in the background that we're hoping is not going to bark, but she might if you But she's super cute. But she's so. very very and cute. And she's really into lesbian films, so. Super into all lesbian things. Well, not all lesbian things. <laughs> Moving oh dear. On. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those type wow, of podcasts. That escalated very quickly. <laughs> anyway, hi Victoria. Hi. So tell us a little bit about what you've been up to. So you star in Martella. I did, yes, yeah, season two. Yeah. And you also star in Different for Girls. Seasons one and two. Seasons one and yeah. two. So yeah. Different for Girls. So uh, Different for Girls to those people that may have seen it that are listening in is um, an online lesbian series. Um, it's not just online anymore, actually. It's on telly oh, in, uh, in the States, potentially in Australia. We're not too sure. But um, yeah, so that was a, a, a series about um, four lesbian couples um, and kind of uh, marriage. There was divorces. There was affairs. There was... a I, I mean, has any have any of you three seen it? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. But, I have been but, aware of it for a long time. I haven't watched yeah. it. <laughs> True story. And that, actually, the obvious okay. question I wanted to ask was where can one watch, watch it, it besides yeah. on the internet? Okay, so it's available on Lesbian Box Office, which is an online lesbian box office platform <laughs> oh my god is that um, a thing it's a thing, <gasps> it's Dude, a this thing. Is a game changer yeah this is so massive so le but lesbian box office has just joined with diva media okay oh, so wow. it's in diva magazine so there's yeah. going to be a whole lot of lesbian content being made um which is which is great because perfect the more that it yes it we need more so that's uh so that's that's a good thing we that they've kind of merged always need more so you play Fran in Different for Girls. Tell yes. us about your character. So she is uh, she go, so through the kind of the two seasons she goes on a bit of a journey. So her um, I'm, I don't want to give too much away because you guys haven't seen it, give but a bit. Well, I'll give, give a little, little bit away. Yeah, I will. I'll give you a little taste. 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 So um, so Fran is a bit of the wild child of the whole of of the whole of the season. Mm. So she is a heavy drinker. She goes on downward spirals. She does a little bit of cocaine she she's wild and um she has a relationship with this woman called cam and cam has an affair but she doesn't just have an affair she has an affair with my twin brother what? What? yeah but that doesn't just end this oh, oh <laughs> she, she has an affair with my twin brother um, and so this doesn't really give that much away, actually, because this happens straight away. That's a lot. Um, yeah. So <laughs> she has an affair with my twin wow. brother. Yeah, it is actually like opening <laughs> scene in uh, bed with your brother. No, well, twin it's, it's like the third scene oh, along. God. Yeah. So um, so she has an affair with my twin brother, and not just that, she falls pregnant. 
I'm not going oh, to tell God. you whether she keeps the baby or not. I'm not okay. going to tell you that. But it's really something that Fran has to kind of deal with and work out whether she wants to be with this woman that she loves desperately or whether she walks away. Now, I know what I would bloody do, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you what Fran does. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Not, not just my brother, my twin brother. Oh, so God. it's not, God. you know... It's yeah. not, uh, yeah, so oh, that, when this was on, there were so many interviews that I was doing talking about this, and everyone was going, what is that? Yeah. What <laughs> so it's quite nice to talk about it again. So, um, so, so yeah, so the, basically that happens, and then you see what happens from that. So but also Rachel Shelley, who played Helena Peabody, is in the series love as her. well. We, okay, I, we really love her. Like, if, I have, if we can just divert to the L word for a minute, <laughs> massive boner for her, I just have to say. I oh, mean, when, wow. like, when you were coming out, I mean, she was definitely somebody that made an impact, shall we say. Oh, 100%. You know she'll me. be listening, so that's good. It's no, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Rachel, darling. Hi. Amazing. And it also stars Guinevere Turner. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say what you said, massive boner, but I had a massive crush on Gunnar Turner. <laughs> so like, well, probably still, but when I was like 15, 16. Was that, was like, did you watch Go Fish? Was that oh what it was? God, yeah, Go yeah, Fish yeah. Was, let me tell you about Go Fish. Have you guys seen Go Fish? I don't think no, I have. How would you know? Oh, Maybe. I can't. Am no. I in a room full of lesbians or not? I don't I'm know. Where am I? Right, guys, Down to the dog, you're in the room with all lesbians. Okay. <laughs> Hang on, is the dog a lesbian? I will bring my VHS copy of Go Fish. Wait, remind me, what, what is Go Fish about again? So Go Fish, I remember, and I'd love to hear your memories of Go Fish, because my memories of Go Fish was being completely starved of any lesbian representation on film or TV or books or anything whatsoever, but... As we've covered in previous episodes, I had dial-up internet, which gave me a huge lifeline to the lesbian world. And I discovered the trailer for Go Fish, and it took me about three days to download it on dial-up, no joke. Mm. <laughs> and when I got it, I remember just like watching, not even the whole movie, but just the trailer. Mm. It was like three minutes of this black and white, really grainy, sound wasn't amazing acting was a little patchy writing was really strong though but yeah Guinevere wrote it as well so. I mean it was just so groundbreaking yeah. to just even see the trailer which just represented um, just lesbians being normal just going mm -hmm. about no one was dying no one was having a crazy time they were just um you know, drinking coffee, hanging out with their friends, having like a community of lesbians. And they had there. friends. And they had mates, which I was like, which, oh, mates. Yeah. I so, gay mates. This was a film of the 90s. Early like, 90s. Was early it? 90s. Was it? Yeah. Is okay. it wasn't it like 94? Okay. I've heard of it. I've just, yeah. Yeah, same. Okay. 1994. So I just consumed that trailer so many times. It wasn't even funny. And that started my absolute... Just a trailer. Sorry. Wait, so it took three days to download the trailer? It was the early 90s. Yeah, I didn't see the full movie until I went to San Francisco and managed to track a VHS copy of it down in the Castro. That's how gay that it was. And I managed to find a VHS copy of it. But Go Fish was just completely groundbreaking in terms of it's just just lesbian representation on film which was something that hadn't really been seen in that way before yeah Guinevere was great for that she's done she did a other I can't think of the title of them but she did do a lot of other lesbian and queer content that she wrote she kind of got everybody on board mm. and she's she she's quite great they called her a daikon in she, uh, she, uh, she DFG a daikon in my world yeah most definitely she's good 
yeah. played Gabby DeVoe in the L Word. She did. Oh. She did. Okay, wait yeah. a minute. Question: Who was Gabby DeVoe in the L Word? So she was the one that was with um, What's Alice. Alice. And then later, and then oh, Alice went with the chef. Yeah. yeah. Remember the chef, the sous chef? Laura no, the I know Laura, the sous chef, but... And it was when she was with... It was when she just met the chef that she was with Guinevere and... Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. Was, right, Great right. scene. That was <laughs> Cool. Amazing scene. Yeah. But do you guys um, remember, Victoria, do you remember the first time you saw a lesbian on TV or film or media? Do you remember what that felt like? <laughs> yes. <you? laughs> I do. Um, so one of my first memories, and it's funny because I worked with her last year, one of my first uh, memories of a lesbian kiss on screen was Beth Jordash in Brookside oh my God. in, in okay. 1993? Yeah. Something like that. So, um, yeah, I just remember feeling these, like, butterflies in my stomach and not really knowing why. We call them yeah. warm tinglies. Warm right tinglies. Warm <laughs> tinglies. Oh, I like that. Oh, I'm going to steal yeah. that. Yeah. Warm tinglies. Yeah, so um, so it was quite funny. So when I got... <laughs> um, so my partner won't mind me saying this because it's quite funny. <laughs> so when I got cast in Marcella, so Anna Frail plays the lead mm-hmm. role of, mm-hmm. uh, of Marcella in the show, and when I got cast in Marcella, <laughs> my partner woke up in the morning and just went, Anna, real <laughs> to me, and I went, "Yeah, morning, darling." Um, and she was like, "No, but it's Beth Jordan." And I was like, "All right, calm it." <laughs> uh, so she was more excited about that than uh, than me getting the part in the show. But yeah, <laughs> so that was one of the first, the one of my first uh, memories of of a lesbian on screen yeah i mean i only remember it up until very recently i only remember even reading about that and like you guys like matilda's italian and and um mal is american so you guys might not know brookside right no no no, no oh sorry oh my god but last um i think it was last year was it channel four that brookside was on Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it was either last year or the year before but channel four was having like an anniversary like 25th anniversary or 30th anniversary yeah it was 25th i think so they yeah. put like a load of their archive content on 4OD. Yeah. And they had um, like other groundbreaking lesbian moments like Sugar Rush. Yeah. Oh, Sugar so Rush Sugar was, Rush so, was good. so good. I, so good. People, I think the thing with Sugar Rush is people uh, forget the impact that it had because the glossy L word yeah. came yeah. from America and yeah. it was just like, whoa, who yeah. are these? Yeah. I think people forget that Sugar Rush was there at the same time actually yeah. a tiny little bit before and I loved that show yeah. I don't I think loved I don't it. think Sugar Rush really got distribution in America oh, I loved uh, it because when I moved to the UK so I was about 23 years old this was 2009 so Sugar Rush presumably had come out when like in the early 2000s uh, just <clears throat> I moved, I think about 2004. Yeah, so so Elwood yeah. came out in 2001. Yeah, 2001. Yeah, and I think there. Sugar Rush was kind of was it the same time? I don't I think know. You're right, and Sugar Rush was a little bit. But actually, maybe the L word was shot a little bit before, but we didn't. see it. We didn't it. see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. Think, they were probably think of the clothes in L word, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah. think so too hard because I'm rewatching the L word at the minute because my girlfriend has never seen it. So what? We, yeah, yeah we we, you know it, like, that happens. But also <laughs> rewatch it because the the next one is being made now. Yeah. So get Which ready. So exciting. I think we also need to, we we need to do like a slacks like 
watching these oh, yeah. parties. We need to do like a, li- maybe we'll a, live, a live, a live watching. Yeah, yeah we good. should commenting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> amazing. Of course I do. We'll have more wine. So really quick. So going back to the first time you saw, you know, when you realized, you know, lesbian on on mm-hmm. a film. Yeah. How did that have an impact on you? Did you realize by that point in your life that you were gay, or were you kind of just coming to um, terms with yourself, or what was that like for you? So I, I, so I'm not from a city. So I'm from kind of. I'm from Shropshire, mm. so you didn't really see mm. many gays. Yeah. Uh, you know, you did, you, did, you really <laughs> yeah. kind of didn't. Yeah. So um, I, so it was, so my coming out story is actually quite sweet. So my mom, when I was about eleven or something, my mom said to me, "You know, it's okay if you like girls," because I was obsessed wow. with, like. I was just obsessed with women, like my my music teacher and Bette Midler and oh, you know Jodie Foster and you know. Yeah. But so and you know my mom, my mom was like you know it is it is okay if you like girls and I was like what. Wow, so you were 11? Yeah, yeah. So what gave her that idea? Just because I was obsessed with women. Really? <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. I was just really like interested in women. Mm, yeah. And I used to sit with the Littlewoods catalogue, which you guys probably don't know, but it's a it's a clothing catalogue. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I used to sit when I was really young. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but I used to sit and I used to sit behind the sofa and I used to look at all of the women's mm. like underwear sections. Now I was young, oh, so yeah. I didn't know yeah, what yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what this meant, but yeah. it made me feel nice. Yeah. So I didn't mm-hmm. warm tingles. Yeah, warm tingles. <laughs> so I was kind of looking. I, so I was kind of looking through it, and my and my mom obviously you know my mom's no and she just said you know it's okay and I was like no what whatever and then at 15 I came out to her and she went I've known since you were eight years old wow so it was really that sweet was a great mom yeah oh she's really, amazing, amazing. Really cool mom. and she'll listen to it so hi mom hello <laughs> hi. hi Victoria's mom you're cool yeah <laughs> um, really great coming out story yeah she's uh, they're really my mum my and my dad were really supportive so yeah. I'm really I'm really lucky oh so, that is great yeah um, we, we did a whole episode on this, so you, we can listen back to that, to our, our coming out stories. But I know for me, when I first watched Gia, um, you know, with yeah. uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? Yes. yes. Okay, mm-hmm. babe. But that film was really, really, um, obviously it was, it talked about a lot of topics, but that was the first time I actually um, saw a lesbian on, on the big screen. Um, and I just remember not understanding that it was a possibility. Yep. And then thinking like, well, yeah. this is nice. <laughs> this is this is actually yeah. this, this is, is possible. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah so right. Another really important one for me was I remember so um Ellen was yes. playing oh, but it was yeah, it was yeah. on at like 11:30 p.m. UK yeah. time mm-hmm. or something. And I used to sit up and I used to watch it and that coming out mm. I was just like <gasps> Oh my God! Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that was groundbreaking. Yes, absolutely. absolutely groundbreaking. I remember watching um, the Ellen coming out episode and just being glued to every single second. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, I mean, beyond you know our own personal. Yeah. Um, how that felt for us? That mm. was massive for the entire lesbian world. Oh yeah. What, that representation. what year was that again? It was like in the mid nineties, like ninety seven, maybe ninety seven. Yeah, because I remember when it happened. I was in. That must have been. I don't know. I was like 13, 12 or thirteen. And in America, that was a huge deal because right. like the papers and the news were just slandering. Well, she her. didn't work for years. No, she didn't. It completely totally. destroyed her career. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she made the biggest comeback. I think it's easy to forget how much of a massive deal that would have been and how hard it must have been for her. 
because that that could have been the end of her completely yeah, yeah. well it was, was for a while yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that and I think that a lot I mean she was so brave but then a lot of people you know in the subsequent years you know then you saw more gay characters coming out into television shows mostly gay men you didn't really see a lot of gay women correct me if I'm wrong um, but it, from the 90s at least the mid 90s up to the early 2000s when then you had the L word you had queer as folk yeah um, you know then you had queer eye um, or at least you know whatever season that was earlier on but yeah, I mean, she really paved the way. Yeah, Absolutely. she really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one of my earliest memories of seeing, well, I've got, I've got a couple, actually, because I was quite finely tuned to watching, like, any sort of lesbianism in, in, on TV or, or anywhere, and I didn't get very much. But I remember watching Home and Away and seeing Shannon. Oh, did yeah. remember Shannon from Home and Away? No. no. Shannon and Mandy? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in this journey alone? Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know. At least I didn't think of it. No, it definitely happened. Shannon was played by Isla Fisher, who's now. She Isla Fisher's huge. Yeah, she's, she's with Sasha Baron Cohen, exactly, isn't she? Yeah. Um, she played a lesbian, did yes. she? Yes. I mean, it, huh. was, it was kind of lesbian in name only because, you know, it was tea time TV and it was the 90s. So they yeah. kissed. I think they might have, like, held hands. And, yeah, <laughs> still counts at that time. Yeah. Still counts. Isn't that how lesbians have sex? Just hold hands? Exactly. <laughs> and stretch, stretch, stretch hair and, you know, stretch other guys. Okay. So that was massive um, watching any sort of lesbian representation at half six on a mm. you know, Monday in Ireland. But I also remember... Um, quite negative experience actually was walking into the living room one night and my parents I think this was around Christmas again but they were watching The Colour Purple mm. and I just like wandered in I think I was about 13 or 14 wandered in had a cup of tea sat down and then I don't remember the exact scene I don't even think it was particularly explicit but there was a lesbian scene which might have been just them kissing or maybe even talking or something just I don't lo- like looking at each or other or just looking at each <laughs> other or something but I remember going like <gasps> shit there's something gay happening on tv and my parents are here and my parents did like the classic thing of like my dad like ruffled his paper and was like my mom like got up and got a drink and came back and turned over and i remember being like they did exactly what they would do when you're in um when you're watching tv with your parents in some like horrible sex scene or something yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, incredibly awkward and like awkwardness fills the room and that happened when I when we just saw like I think they were just kissing or something on on the color purple. I remember being like, well, this is another signal that you know being gay is probably not right. Okay. Not so. Right. Oh, mm. what did that. you do? Were you just glued to the TV or did you look away? away? I ran away to the safety of my dial-up internet upstairs and probably Google Guinevere Turner. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel a lot better. Thank you, Guinevere. Um, there's also I remember. Um, when I used to download film trailers because that's all I could get I couldn't get the mm. whole film but I downloaded a trailer for a film called All Over Me never saw it never seen it well, no. what, what is that what is that Who's besides a lesbian film what is that about it stars Alicia Haley oh. um, who is now that's um, Alice yeah. 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 Um, so she plays this like punk rocker chick which was like my dream at the time and she falls in love with this um, awkward teenage girl who's just coming to terms with her sexuality. Mm. And it's a really sweet, like, really nice mm. film. I think it was made in probably about 1998 or something. Okay. But again, had the trailer for that. Was desperate to see the entire film. I managed to find it in the Virgin Megastore in Cork. <laughs> and I had, like, literally had pocket money when I was about, like, 15 and bought the VHS tape. And also bought a Westlife album just to hide it. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I brought it to the counter and was there, like had this like you know contraband that I could only watch like when my parents were out of the house. And 
I just remember just being like so completely starved of like anything that I feel so spoiled now that we're like in 2019 and it's amazing but how far do we've come oh yeah I a mean, producer friend of mine uh, said recently um that 2019 is the year of the lesbian <gasps> for tv and yes. film Why so there's going to be yeah. there's going to be more and more and yeah. more lesbian content being made this year than, than ever before because 2018 was a pretty big year too you i mean had, it feels like yeah yeah more and more we had the favorite right yeah which wasn't necessarily surrounded around a lesbian line but it was inevitable what was it? queen anne yeah it was dumb, a little bit pretty damn gay not yeah not straight. Um, and then, what else did we have in uh, 2018? We had the bisexual. The bisexual as well, which you also... Oh, it was a tiny, tiny part in that show. But it was a great show to be a tiny really part good show. in. It was a very good show. Um, what else did we have? Oh my god, I'm drawing blanks. I wrote a list down. The... Um, the one with Rachel Weisz, the other one with Rachel Oh, Weiss. Disobedience. Disobedience. I have issues with Disobedience. I've not seen it. I have, I have no, no seen issues it, yeah. with Rachel Weisz at all. all I just want to that's say. not what we're talking about. We know how you feel about Rachel Weisz. Um, but that was a really good film. It was, yeah. It was, it was okay. The only thing I will say is, and I'm sorry that you haven't seen it because I wanted to ask your opinion. No, I've not yeah. seen it. She spits in her mouth. Oh, yeah. Can we just... Okay, I need to rewind to Apparently a story about this. So, sorry, what? No, she so listen to this. So, for, for... so when they have sex, she oh. actually, like, spits in Rachel McAdams' mouth. Or it's the other way around. Whatever way. It doesn't matter. She still spits in like, her mouth. Like, dribbles it down it rather than, disgusting. like, power spitting. But the thing that bothers me about this is because before... So Francesca and I got married this year. I'm just I don't like, know if you know yeah. that. Yeah, of and course I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, my father um, knew nothing about lesbian culture whatsoever, and he decided to tell um, a pair of my friends that he watched Disobedience on the plane ride over oh, no. and before I even on watched, the way to your wedding on the way to oh. London and before I had even watched Disobedience I was like oh that's kind of sweet he was doing some research then I watched the sex scene and I'm thinking to myself my father thinks that all lesbians spit in each other's mouths <laughs> <laughs> like that he does that is like God. literally like what the, no it's just not I've okay. never I've no it's worth checking out the film is a little bit like I, I can tell how people might be a little bit divisive about the film um, just because it, it takes uh, the premise of the film is basically uh, two girls who come from a um, Hasidic Jewish family um, and it's, it's a very um, repressed you know situation that they're both in and one of them so Rachel Weiss basically is um, the one who gets away and who moves to New York and then she comes back because her father passed away don't want to give too much away but that's yeah. kind of the general synopsis of the film um, and yeah and, and it's it is it's worth a watch um, do you think I'll that um, only because I really 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 like this film because I have a massive crush on Kate uh, Blanchett but do you think Amen. that Carol yeah. paved the way for Hollywood lesbian big film. production yeah. big budget big movies that people will go to the cinema to Probably. see because I can't remember off the top of my head a big you guys will probably know better than me but I can't remember off the top of my head a big budget blockbuster lesbian film before Carol I can't either yeah neither can I I think you're no. right. I think it proves that, that people, people want to pay, see it that people yeah. pay to I loved that film. Carol was good. And it also... That Carol and... I don't think this happened, but in Carol, everybody is happy at the end, right? Nobody died. 
Yeah. Nobody, you know, had a horrible accident. Nobody, you know, had their heart broken too badly. And also, what I really liked about it is that Kate Blanchett wasn't struggling with her sexuality. Yeah. She was Absolutely. gay. Yeah. She was yeah. pretty confident. And she was it. confident. That's and she actually, was... That is the number one thing that's happening to lesbian films now, yeah. is that they're not coming out stories. That's the nice thing about them. From 2018, 2017, 2018, 2019, well, hopefully, is that they're not these, like, big, you know, uh, huge climactic points in their lives where they now are, are coming out. They're already gay, and they're yeah. just dealing with their lives, yeah. which is such a refreshing thing to be yeah. saying. It also probably, like, encouraged um, big actresses to, like be more comfortable about taking on roles like that I imagine yeah. so like if you're really famous and you're looking for your next project and you have like your pick of loads of different films you're probably more likely to think well I'll pick the lesbian film because Kate Blanchett did it and it worked really well for her do you think that's the way it rolls I, d I don't know but you've got to think that the two <laughs> the two biggest uh the, the two biggest movies of both 18 and 19 2018 and 2019 both actresses were nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah. <laughs> one one. Yeah. Which is she was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Coleman was yeah. amazing. Um, but um, I think I just think that, and there's there's this thing that's uh, that's being talked about at the moment about whether um, gay actors should play gay roles. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and um, I think that's that's an interesting debate. But what I love is that um, queer content is being made because it wasn't made before. And yeah. I think that's the most important thing mm. that these gay stories are being told. Mm. Um, and you're an actor. Yeah. That's my view, is you're an actor. You're, you're paid to be something you're not. And what's happened recently is a lot of uh, writers and producers are, are, are kind of sending me projects. And if the, if the role is um, LGBTQ, they kind of ask for my opinion on the role, okay. um, which I really respect that yeah. because, um, yeah, I really respect that as a as an LGBT person. So mm. I think it should absolutely that should absolutely be the way. I mean, I, I remember reading about um, the characters in the L word as well, who were predominantly straight. There, there, there was obviously a couple of well, there was only actually one out actress. Like Lucia Haley was the only out really, actress really, she? Oh yeah. Mm. I mean, main characters. Yeah. Um, Kate Moaning, I don't think, don't think she's, she's actually, I still don't think she's officially she's, out. No, she's yeah. not, no. not officially out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I remember reading that the um, all the, the straight actresses um, were given homework by the director and given like um, books to read That's and good. films to watch and, yeah. and, and told to study lesbian sex scenes because they were going to have to do yeah. that. That sounds yeah. fun. No, <laughs> but I'm sorry, yeah. when, you, when you watch lesbian sex scenes um, in films or in pornography, let's say, you can tell that they are not they're not into it. It's yeah. not real lesbian sex, if that makes sense. You know, and and that's what I think is so like when about gay actors, about straight actors playing gay. I think the most important thing for me is that there is a queer person making the show. Yeah. yeah. So either writing, producing, yeah. directing, yeah. execing. Yeah. There has to be somebody that identifies as LGBTQ plus. Otherwise, it's just like what are you? 
why are you making this? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You, you know, what's the director? The director. I've not seen. I've not oh, seen. No it. judgment. I mean, now it might be have... really fun. Yeah, I mean, for all we know. Yeah, exactly. Like people do it. I mean, different strokes for different folks. It's just not the thing I wanted my father to watch the day before I got married. <laughs> nope. Okay. Nope, nope. Literally, I don't care what you do behind closed doors. Just don't show it to my dad. Um, <laughs> so, um, what was I going to say? Oh, the director of the L Word is a lesbian, isn't she? One of them is. One of them is, right? Or it was Rose Trichet. Okay. Trichet. Yeah. Because there were a lot of idiosyncrasies of the show that were just so true to oh, yeah. like the lesbian culture. The writer. I mean, yeah. so Guinevere wrote some of the stuff. Also, also Elizabeth Ziff wrote, wrote who from Betty. Yeah. So she wrote a lot of a lot of the episodes, and, and Betty are an amazing lesbian band, um, and you know they were involved in producing the show as well. And that was a it was a big lesbian show and apparently i've heard that it's huge this mm. the next the next kind of installment of the l word what like everybody's huge everybody's fighting to do it it's going to be massive oh i'm so excited yeah. who signed up of the original cast well it's just so the, the ones that are producing it so it's uh i'm gonna go with character names yeah so it's bet yeah um shane alice and carmen Carmen oh, Carmen is, is yes. Thank yes. God. So they're, gonna so be they're in all it. execing it yeah. as well. Amazing. Yeah. But I think it's a. I think they're bringing in like a younger generation. I don't actually know. I'm desperate to know. I'm desperate <laughs> to know. I can't wait. When is it coming out in the UK? Oh, it's not oh. even. I mean, they've not even. I don't. Even, I think. I think they're starting to film like now. Oh, I mean, right. Presumably, it would be a worldwide distribution. Yeah. Like, at the same time, it's such a huge oh, show. Hopefully, they won't do a deal with like, oh, maybe Netflix or something. I mean, oh yeah. Oh fine. yeah. Fingers crossed for yeah, that. That would be yeah. cool. I bet be Netflix is already bidding on it. Mm-hmm. And Amazon Prime. I bet all of them are. Because um, I remember just trying to watch the L word the first time around was like a complete mission. Like the only way we could watch it was by getting our mate, this is when I was in uni, getting our mate that worked in an internet cafe to download it perfectly legally uh, from the internet, <laughs> bring it to a DVD, and then like put the bat signal up going, I've got the latest episode of The L Word, and then there would be like 25 lesbians in my living room like half an hour later. Amazing. But it was a mission to I see I can't it. remember how I watched it. Yeah, I was easy. It was just on Showtime you in America. Oh, yeah. I watched it. Really spoiled. My mum had the box set. Your mum? Mm. Explain oh, this. Oh, that's cool. I, I don't think I have an explanation for it. She's just got the box set. <laughs> so I think your mum's <laughs> like, cool. Is she flexible? Is I, I, I mean, she, she must flexible. be. <laughs> I mean, it's a great show. It's it's slightly different from the usual shows that she watched, but yeah, she's got like, season one. Oh, just season one. Oh, actually, no, I think she might have... No, I think she might have the complete box set. Yeah, she's. I've got no. Do you think she? Do you think she was trying to understand her daughter? That was long before I came out to her. It was like fifteen years ago. Maybe she knew twenty years ago. Maybe. Maybe Yeah, like my mom. Interesting. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's still a big question. I might ask her. I think you should. Or maybe I should. <laughs> that would be the number one thing I'd Let's ask my mom. Not <laughs> In the next episode, we'd call your mom. Pre- pepper, pepper. What were you going to say? I know that. I, I don't think I was going to say anything. I just, I'm really fascinated that your mom yeah, me bought too. the box out of the album. Mm. Um, question for Victoria. Ooh. Do you have a favorite scene from a movie um, or a TV involving lesbian characters? One that, like, for whatever reason, just stands out in your mind. You're like, that was an amazing scene. Or as an actress, I would have loved to have been in that scene. So, oh. So one of my favorite lesbian films is Amy and Jaguar. Oh, good. I think film. it's such a good film. And so many people that I talk to are like, no, I've not seen it. I'm like, what? 
I, it's a oh, really I've old seen old film. It, it takes it's place during World so War II. World War II, it? yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's, ju- it's, in, it's in German, and it's subtitled. It's such a good film. Yeah. Um, but a scene that really stands out to me <laughs> is, uh, again, Kate Blanchett crush, um, is uh, the scene in Carol <laughs> where... So I've got this thing for attractive, older blonde, blue-eyed, sophisticated women. I really would not have known that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. So, um, so there's the scene of where Therese, who's played by Rooney Mara, is playing the piano and Kate Blanchett is looking over, or Carol is looking over it's just that look. That's my favourite scene in every no lesbian film. It. It's oh, just the it. look. Yeah. And she kind of just looks, drops like something that she... Oh, oh that's it. That's my scene. Really? Yeah. Oh, I do like the scene where she makes her incredibly uncomfortable in the uh, cafe when they have their first date. And sm- she smokes oh, a yeah. She goes and meets her And she orders a dirty martini. Yeah, but and then it's she just, just like, copies oh. her. And yeah, that yeah. is a good scene. I love the look at the end. I mean, no spoilers, but you know. Oh, where she will. Oh. Where she just, you just know what happens. She just. And it's the music as well. And that's and it's it. Just, yeah. Because until the end, like, I mean, I haven't read the I didn't read the book before I watched the film, so I had no idea whether she was going to pick her or not. And, and she does. And it's just that look. Yeah. So do you have any films that kind of stuck out to you that made an impression? Um, to me, I can't really remember the very first one, um, but Sugar Rush was a massive one for me. Yeah, Sugar Rush is pretty um, good. It was just like, I, I don't know why, just, yeah, it just really resonated and I was obsessed with it. I watched it so much. And I also remember working in a bookshop like many, many years ago, like, I don't know, like, yeah, 15 years ago. I worked in this bookshop and they had the book of Sugar Rush. Okay. And I remember, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I remember, like, um, I wasn't a very good bookseller, but, like, when, when there weren't any, like, customers, I would just I would just read that book under the counter oh. the whole time. <laughs> um, and I would just, like, yeah, sneak in and, like, hide it under, under places. And then as soon as, like, there was no one around, I would just read it. That's so um, sweet. But, yeah, I loved it. I think it just... I think I loved it because it made it it made everything look quite normal and it was just like a typical teenage story except it was lesbians or and I just didn't think I'd seen anything like it. it I think I think the big thing for me is seeing it normalized and seeing mm. like you like you guys were saying just seeing them with friends and I mean obviously the relationship isn't always easy but it's just about it's normal that like yeah. all mm. relationships mm. aren't always easy and I love that. I think that there's something that um I watched a TED Talks about seven years ago and it was by one of the executives of Netflix and I remember watching it and being so impressed that they actually um, exercise is it called the Bechdel test yes. is that how you pronounce it yeah. yeah so basically that the importance of making sure that there's enough female led roles within films or that the dialogue between the male, males and the females were pretty much equal they had to have a certain percentage of films that possess that in order to actually have them on Netflix which was huge because yeah. you don't really um, first of all, that is like a relatively newer thing. People don't necessarily, well, now people are caring more and more about female led films and, um, you know, but I was really impressed by that. Um, and that actually made Netflix, that put Netflix on the charts for me. And this was, you know, Netflix is only about what, 11 year old company. Mm-hmm. They're not that old. Um, so for them to be on top of that quite long ago, well, for them, it's pretty huge. Yeah. And do you feel like, now, you know, having acted and you've you've acted in quite a lot of things. And mm-hmm. do you kind of feel like in what you've been a part of that um, female led roles have been more of like a recent thing or 
So, um, I was talking about this recently, actually, at uh, Eclexicon, uh, Eclexicon event, which is a, a lesbian um, and bisexual media event that you get a they get actors from like Wyona Earp or whatever that show oh, is from mm-hmm. the L Word, like loads mm-hmm. of different people kind of. When's the next one? We uh, yeah, <laughs> they're not doing another one in London. They're, they they only do it now in in Las Vegas. But so I was talking Road about trip. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really great. It's a great kind of convention. It's like basically like Comic Con but for lesbians. Mm. It's oh great. So wait, we need to go. Yeah. yeah, we need to go. I can't believe you don't know about this. Well, will you tell um, us next time you go? We'll tag along. So, <laughs> in my suitcase. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so I was talking about this, actually, and I was saying that m- more um, pa- more powerful uh, female roles and more interesting female roles are has definitely changed, and especially lesbian and bisexual roles are changing. It's not that I'm getting seen for more, mm. it's just there are more being made. Mm. So I've always been seen for stuff, but there's more interesting characters being made now because people are realising that actually female roles make money. People want to go and see it. People, mm. And I think Wonder Woman has done amazing yeah. as well. Yeah, Wonder Woman is um, and, and I think um, The Favourite has done so much for lesbian and female driven stories it's yeah. done so much and i'm really excited about the next couple of years of lesbian and female content that is going to be coming out absolutely so, yeah. i mean the favorite was like three it was three literally the three women were the film yeah and you don't really get that that often no and that was and, so exciting and it's successful and people went to yeah. see it and it yeah. had a huge box office and it's and funny it's, as yeah. well yeah. it was so it was tragic and yeah. it's funny and it's clever and the women weren't 21 not wearing a lot of clothes right. as well. Yeah. Totally. And so and I had gout. Yeah. <laughs> well, or, or was it gout or lupus? I think it was she, she had something that was, I thought it was quite gout. severely wrong I with it was her. Gout. Yeah. Okay. Was gout. Research. Yeah. 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 Gout and she was a queen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All the gluttony. But, but yeah, one of them had gout. It was Victorian era. I don't think anybody washed it. None of the just twenty one. But it was hot, you know. Yeah, it was. It was, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Are we gonna go? Yeah, Dagmar. Clearly, you're gonna cut that bit out. We're gonna cut that. Bit so, is there anything else you want to talk about? No. Anything else you want to say? Swing I mean, room? I should mention your socials. Really, we should mention your socials. Socials and socials. What's that mean? Yes, like yes. your Instagram, your Twitter. Next project, and yes, that would be great because I do. There is something I want to talk about, which is a okay. project that I'm doing. Okay. Well, what else did you want? To, you said you mentioned um, before. So we talked earlier about uh, the film you were working. No, on. Le- yeah. about lesbian representation, and yeah. that, that it's not just you know about a coming out story or anything yeah. like that. So what I'm trying, what I'm working on now is I'm actually producing and finding a script for the Southwark Playhouse. And I'm putting on a, a play for about um, it's it's a lesbian story, mm-hmm. but my rules for the lesbian story okay. are very very strict. Okay. So I'm looking for a play um, that happens to have female leads that mm-hmm. happen to be gay. It's not a coming out story. It's not a depressive story. It's not they're living and miserable with their lives because they're lesbians. They're mm-hmm. not. 
um, cheating and being and getting confused about their sexuality. They just happen to be gay, and then there's a story that's going on around them. Mm. And I think I found the script, so I'm quite excited. Um, so that's something that I'm working on, which will be towards the end of the year. Amazing. I've got gross. two movies coming out um, this year. And um, what can you say about? Can you say anything about them? Can you tell us a little bit, tiny bit? Um, so one is a is a thriller, uh, a crime thriller, which will be on in in the cinemas, and then the other one is a um, a comedy sketch. They're not LGBT though, but they're cool because I'm in them. Um, <laughs> and exactly. um, yeah, but I think that everything, the movement that's happening with uh, film and TV and the lesbian characters that are coming about is incredible and it's changing massively. Yeah. It's not changing that much in theater. Mm. So mm. everything that's on what's on stage and everything that's winning awards is all mm. gay. It's mm. all every everybody is putting money into into mm. gay theater, which is great. But there's no lesbian representation it's all in theater. Mm. It's gay men. And I'm wanting to change that. So that's what I'm working on. Well, this that's year. super exciting. That's so are yeah. you actually writing the script? No, I'm not writing okay. the script. So okay. I'm finding a script. So I've reached out to a lot of queer writers. I want a I want a lesbian writer. Mm. So I've reached out to a lot of queer writers and I did a and I did a film last year. Um, which is a 360 movie, which I told you about. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's a three, 360 movie, and she's a queer writer, and Amazing. she's absolutely brilliant. So I'm hoping that I've got her mm. as the writer of this play, because she's got a great idea, and it's a lesbian play, but mm. it's not. It's a play that happens to have the female leads as being Incredible. Gay. And will you be directing the play? Uh, no, I'll be in it. You'll be in it. Okay, <laughs> and you're casting for... You I'll, I will be casting. Okay. Um, I won't be casting, but we'll be getting a casting director. So I'm co-producing it. I'm kind of the creative producer, but the main producer is somebody that I worked with in the comedy show that I did. Very cool. Um, because his main job is he's a produ he's a producer, theatre producer. So we're doing that, and it will be for the Southwark Playhouse. So hopefully by the end of the year. Well, we'll so. get you back on. You can promote it. Yeah. Let us know when it is, and uh, yeah. that's that. Get some tickets. Go and watch it. Yeah. Speaking definitely. of tickets, are we got? Are you going to the uh, flare? BFI Flair. No, but there no chance. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Well, I probably will, but I, but I don't know what I'm going to see yet. Okay. Well, we're actually going to be covering um, a little bit about the BFI Flair Festival. Be oh, good. Yeah. We're going to be loitering, yeah. hanging around, <laughs> creeping around, and, uh, and hanging out. But lastly, how do we find? So you find different for girls on uh, Lesbian Box Office, um, and you can find me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm on Twitter, so just at Victoria Broom, and then Instagram is at Victoria Broom Official, and that's only because there's a makeup artist that has the same name as me. So I'm Victoria at Victoria Broom Official. Okay. Excellent. And at Victoria Broom. Perfect. But different for girls is on Lesbian Box Office. Lesbian Perfect. Box Office. That's my weekend sorted. Yay. Yay. Same. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you no, so much. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, it's so so much fun. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come back anytime. Yay. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Victoria. And we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. See ya.